1: Welcome back after a long holiday weekend. I hope everybody got in some rest and relaxation. And if you're working this week, here's hoping it can be a reflective one, too. Week 16 of the NFL season comes to a close tonight in New Orleans when the Saints host the Miami Dolphins. And there's one college football bowl game on the schedule today. It's a morning kick from Ford Field in Detroit, where Western Michigan and Nevada will play in the Quick Lane Bowl. Good morning. It's Monday, December 27th, and this is your SBJ Morning Buzzcast. I'm David Albright, filling in for Abe Madcor. As mentioned in the open, there is one college bowl game today, but that wasn't the original plan. The military bowl between Boston College and East Carolina was also on the schedule, but was canceled over the weekend because of COVID issues within the BC program. And it's not the only one. As of Monday morning, we're at three and a half bowl games that won't be played, started with the December 24th Hawaii Bowl, where the host Rainbow Warriors couldn't take the field because of player availability issues. Also getting canceled over the weekend was the Fenway Bowl between SMU and Virginia, scheduled for Wednesday because UVA can't field a team. And the half game comes from El Paso, Texas, where Washington State is in town and ready to play in the Sun Bowl, but doesn't have an opponent. That's because Miami pulled out due to COVID, making it three ACC teams who won't fulfill their bowl assignments. The Sun Bowl is scrambling to find an opponent for the Cougars for Friday's game. And let's not forget that Texas A&M opted out of the Gator Bowl, but Rutgers has stepped in to face Wake Forest on Friday in Jacksonville. Speaking of Friday, that's when the two college football playoff semifinals are scheduled to be played. Fingers crossed that Cincinnati, Alabama, Georgia, and Michigan all find their way to the field on New Year's Eve. An unanswered question amid all the cancellations, at least publicly, is the bowl payouts. For example, Memphis was scheduled to receive $1.2 million from the Hawaii Bowl. Does no game equal no payout? And what about Memphis's expenses as the Tigers traveled to Hawaii before the game was canceled? Stay tuned as there will likely be more financial fallout before bowl season ends. The NHL and NHLPA have formalized collective bargaining agreement exemptions designed to give teams COVID roster relief. That's according to Elliot Friedman of Sportsnet.ca. Teams in danger of dressing fewer than two goalies, six defenders, or 12 forwards for a game now will be able to make emergency recalls. The cap hit of any such player cannot exceed $1 million. Taxi squads are also in place until the All-Star break. Teams do not have to use them. There's a maximum of six players, and no one can be on it for more than 20 days. The NHL schedule currently is on pause until at least tomorrow, and players return to their NHL home bases on Sunday for testing and the option of their first post-Christmas practice. Oral arguments in the appeal by the players on the U.S. women's national soccer team, who are seeking equal pay, have been scheduled for March as the 9th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals said that the hearing will take place at 9.30 a.m. on March 7th in Pasadena, California. Players sued the U.S. Soccer Federation in March of 2019, contending they have not been paid equitably under their collective bargaining agreement compared with what the men's team received under its agreement, which expired in December of 2018. The Women's Union and the U.S. Soccer Federation agreed to extend their labor contract by three months through March. The hype for Fox Sports' documentary on John Madden, which debuted on Christmas Day, was justified with it being as likable as its subject, according to Chad Finn of the Boston Globe. Madden is 85 now and retired from broadcasting after the 2008 NFL season. He had not done an extensive on-camera interview in more than a decade. The project's executive producer and co-director was Tom Rinaldi. In February, Fox Sports CEO and executive producer Eric Shanks approached Rinaldi about the Madden project. Rinaldi and co-director Joe Santos then spent most of the year interviewing people and putting it together. All Madden also is significant because it is the first long-form documentary that has been done by Fox Sports, whereas past projects were contracted to production companies. In case you missed this people item from late last week, the Clemson Board of Trustees approved Graham Neff to succeed Dan Radikovich as the school's AD, and he has received a contract through June 30th of 2027. Neff will earn an annual salary of 850000 with incentives reaching up to 200000 per year. He has been with Clemson since 2013 and was made acting athletics director when Radakovich left earlier this month for Miami. We'll end on a programming note on the year in review edition of the Marsh and Iran podcast, Andrew and John pick their who's up and who's down for 2021. They analyze the biggest sports media topics of the year. The duo breaks down NFL TV deals, the Manning cast and the changing of the guard on Sunday night football. They look at the new power and money for the Pat McAfee's and the Stephen A. Smith's of the world. They discuss the continuing fallout of cord cutting for people like Sinclair's Chris Ripley, and the proliferation of over-the-top, direct-to-consumer offerings. And they argue, once again, about Amazon Sports. Plus, they award their Calls of the Year. You can listen to the Marshannon and podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's your SBJ Morning Buzzcast for Monday. I hope everybody has a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.